We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? It's the Bronx Pinstripe Show. You got Scott here. I wanted to come on this week to give you a little break from the lack of production and the runner in scoring position failures that has been happening. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. So we wanted to bring you a Yankee legend. And while we're doing the show every Monday, we want to bring you guys some some other episodes during the week. This week, Andrew is actually going to be talking with one of the Tampa Rays broadcast guys, pregame and postgame guys, and just to get a you know a good introduction to the Tampa Bay Rays for the the weekend series. So that should be good. Check that out on Friday. And today I'm bringing you the Andy Pettit interview that we actually got last week. Uh, Bronx Pinstripes writer and contributor and just all around hustler Danielle McCartan actually went to a Steiner event and we were able to get her some access and uh, get an interview with Andy Pettit. And he was just tremendous. He was really awesome. Gave her about, you know, eight to 10 minutes of, of time to, to conduct the interview and actually had some really cool things to say. 
about the core four and obviously the 20th anniversary with the celebration coming up on August 13th. So Danielle had a, a really good interview. I know she was very pumped up to do it and uh, we wanted to bring it to you guys in audio form as well so that you could check it out. But um, that's it. We will see you later in the week. Check out again Friday, Andrew's preview of the Rays series with the Tampa Bay Rays broadcaster. And here comes the interview with Andy Pettit from Danielle McCartan. Daniel McCartan for BronxPinstripes.com, here with Andy Pettit, Yankee legend, five-time world champion, three-time all-star, uh, number one in all uh, postseason wins all-time, pillar of the Yankee dynasty years, number 46 retired in the illustrious Monument Park. Andy, I'm so honored to be doing this with you. Um, so the 96 team, they're going to be uh, honored this summer. What are your thoughts on that? Um, my first game was in 1996. Oh, there you go. So I, I don't mean to make you feel old, <laughs> but... Um, what was different about that team than, than any other team um, in the Yankee years? Well, I mean, they, they were all so different. I mean, for me, just personally, that was early in my career. It was my second year in the big leagues, mm -hmm. and it was kind of your first taste of, uh, you know, obviously that was our first championship. So we have a, in, in 95, we had a taste of the playoffs, mm -hmm. and then to be able to go in 96 and to um, – you know, make a run in the playoffs and get deep, and then obviously win the World Series was huge for us. And so we just we had a great group of guys. We were younger players. We had a lot of older guys on the team that were were great role models for us to mm -hmm. kind of follow and kind of teach us how to how to win and how to win big games and how to handle adversity and and you know just all the things that come along with being a young player and kind mm -hmm. of looking up to the guys that have been there and done that before you. And trying to learn from them, so uh, you know, I've said it before. '96, um, that season w was a great year for me personally, um, and, and then in the playoffs, uh, it was a kind of a stepping stone for me mm -hmm. to be able to always look back at, at, at that game, and especially the Game Five in Atlanta um, after you know laying an egg in Game One, like mm -hmm. I did, not pitching real well, so. You know, those, those were great learning lessons for us, and obviously to be able to win a championship, it just it, it helped kind of catapult us with confidence moving forward whenever we got into World Series. And obviously we were able to uh, keep a group of guys together yeah. and, and go on a great run and, and put together a, a, you know, a good little dynasty there for a while. Yeah, so I'll be at the game on, I think it's August 13th at Yankee Stadium. What are your expectations going into that game, going back to the stadium? seeing your old teammates, what are you expecting? Well, it's just going to be a blast. It's always fun. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a blast. Anytime you get back with all the guys, um, it's like you never, you never, you know, you know, quit playing really. Yeah. Um, and some of those guys, it'll be 10 years probably since I've seen them, you know. Yeah. And, and, but we just have a great time when we get back together, uh, just like a bunch of kids get, getting together for Christmas, <laughs> you know. Be a lot of storytelling. And what will be fun is I know the fans, you know, will be so excited. Yeah. Fans are always so great here and, and love history. And uh, we're just looking forward to it. It's going to be a good weekend. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so I read in Mariano's book that he actually wanted to finish that game. Whose decision was it to take him out of the game? And whose decision was it for you and Derek to go out there to take him out? Well, that was that was Joe's decision. You know, I I, I kind of I think you know I I don't know if you've heard you know the story, but 
Joe came to me, and, and I think it was like the sixth inning, saying he wanted he thought it would be great if me and Derek went out there and took him out. Um, I, I originally, uh, when I first thought about it, I was like, man, that might not be good. You know, it might be showing up the other team or something mm-hmm. like that. I just didn't mm-hmm. want to do anything to draw attention to me and Derek. It's Mariano's mm-hmm. kind of moment, you know. Right. And so I start talking to the guys in the dugout, and they're like, no, you got to do that. That'd be incredible, you mm-hmm. know. And so – uh, I ended up going to talk to Mariano in between innings, and Joe was just wanting to know how Mariano wanted to come out of the game. Mm-hmm. And so Mariano was just like, y- y'all figure it out, basically. <laughs> and, and so Joe just thought that would be the great way to do it. Next thing I know, we're walking out there. And uh, I don't know if Mo wanted to come out or not, but I'm glad he came out, and I'm yeah. glad we went out there because it ended up being – it'll be one of the most special moments in my career when I look back and think about that. Yeah. It was pretty cool to see Mo's reaction and be able to sit out there – you know, give him a big old hug out there and him bawling on my shoulder and stuff like that. So that'll be a, a great memory for me and my family uh, for a long, long time. Yeah, and, you know, I was actually rewatching that yesterday, that embrace and everything. What was the conversation among the three of you out on the mound? There was no conversation. I walked out there and just kind of joking around saying, give me the ball, man, you know. <laughs> and next thing I know, he starts hugging me. And next thing I know, he's bawling like he's one of my children, you know. And I'm patting him <laughs> on the back. And like I said, I, I, give him, I think I give him a kiss on the forehead. Derek's standing there awkwardly clapping. And, and Derek's just standing there awkwardly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, it's, there was nothing said. He's crying and he just walked off, you know. And so, you know, with, with no words being said out there, it was a pretty cool moment for us. So the core four, you know, Pettit, Posada, Jeter. Uh, and Mariano, do you guys still see each other? Do you guys like group chat and stuff? Or do you? St- when was the last time you guys all hung out together? If yeah, you know, not really. I mean, we just uh, I can't remember when the last time we were we were together. It was probably one of the days at Yankee Stadium last year. I think mm-hmm. is when we were all together. We we stay in touch occasionally, uh, but we don't we don't text a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm not a big phone text guy anyway mm-hmm. and most men I don't think are cell phone guys so I don't make phone calls <laughs> I get in trouble for not calling my mom enough, oh, no, you know? that's so, no good so anyhow and that's what's always interesting when we get together it's just like yeah you know we just kind of pick up right where we left off so we don't have a group message going or anything like that they, they them three might have it but <laughs> I, I'm not in on it so so you'd have to ask them but we stay in touch it's definitely not once a week or anything like that but I definitely talk to them uh and just always try to see how how things are going and stuff like that i have to ask any plans to attend a certain wedding anytime soon yeah no i haven't <laughs> I, I got no i got nothing because i'm that. sure you'd be on the yeah, vip list I don't to know. That. we'll see i hope you know so <laughs> we'll have to see about that but nothing yet okay so your numbers retired in monument park when you go into monument park you see your 46 next to ruth's three bear is eight mantle seven what kind of emotions does that evoke for you and for your family well, it's it, it's you know again it's just you, you really it's one of those deals where you can't put put it into words. It's, it's a it's a great honor. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that that you know when you played, you looked out there, you walked out there, and you saw the great players. And really, you know you I, I, you never really think like you're going to be out there um, just because. As far as for me, I'm like I'm not good enough to be out there. I mean, I'm pretty hard on myself. Yeah. And I, I think that kind of helped me in my career and kind of drove me um, to try to to try to be great. But uh, the game was hard for me, and, and it was a grind every time I went out there. I just didn't have dominant stuff, so I never really I felt like dominated games. So it was it was a grind for me. But so in that sense, just never imagining that I would even be able to be out there, 
And then to get a call from them and tell them, me that they want to retire my number and give me a plaque out there. It is uh, it is a, a tremendous honor, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Now, towards the end of the, your career, you kind of, the velocity kind of dipped and you were really forced to locate your pitches. We see that now sort of with CC Sabathia, and I know you've been kind of Professor Pettit with him. What advice have you been giving him and, and moving forward? Because he had one of the best starts this week for the opening week for the Yankees. Seems like it's working. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I try to stay in touch with CC, And, um, you know, he's just continuing to, to try to evolve as, as more of a command guy, mm-hmm. uh, more of change speeds and, and realizing he's going to have to locate um, than the power guy. Mm-hmm. And that's a big transition. I, I never had the – the 95, you know, 96, 97 mile an hour fastball like he had. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot easier for me. You know, I never, I, I think I, you know, probably topped out at 94 in, in, in the prime of my career. But I always pitched around, you know, 89 to right. 91, which is, which is in the big leagues, good hitting speed if it's, if it's not located. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so for me, it was a lot easier transition. And, and it seems like C's getting it. Um, I've talked to him. I think he's starting to come around. I know he's been messing with the cutter, um, and that's feeling better for him. And uh, he'll get there. He's He's got great stuff. He's a great command guy also, and um, he's a smart guy. And, uh, you know, just hopefully if he stays healthy, I think he'll be able to, to, to give us a great year. And what is the key for a deep playoff run for this year, for the for this particular team? Gotcha. Well, I, I wasn't able to get to spring training this year. Oh. I, I was down there right before spring training. Okay. I was down there for a, a day and a half with the minor league players. Okay. They had a, uh, a uh, captain's camp with some of their top prospects. So I was there for that. I got to see some of the guys there. I did get to see a few of the big leaguers that were there early. But um, I haven't had a chance to really okay. – I didn't have a chance to be around the team this spring. I, I'm helping coach my son's high school baseball team, okay. and then I've got um, coaching my 10-year-old son, Luke, his baseball team also. And so I just I, – I, I've, I've been swamped down there um, in Texas with them and just not wanting to miss, you know, any of, of their course. stuff. Yeah. And I knew I was going to have to come up here this – you know, at, at, up to New York at this time and I am right now. I'm missing two games wow. over the next two days being That's up tough. here now. So I was kind of reserving – missing any games to, to, to this time right now so yeah. so anyhow um but I try to watch them as best I can mm-hmm. it's hard to follow you know down in Texas yeah. um but you know I'm keeping an eye on the guys for sure that like I've played with try to follow them a little bit more just because mm-hmm. I've built up great relationships with those right. guys and but I'm always pulling for the Yankees and it seems like they've gotten off to a pretty good start and uh, hopefully they'll have a hopefully they'll have a great year. I know they got a lot of great talent and a lot yeah. of good people on yeah. that team. From the fan perspective, when you go back to the stadium, if you ever do or see on TV, people still wearing 46 in the stands. What does that mean for you? Well, if they are, that's awesome. I love that. Well, I mean, it just you know you, you know that you've got some people there that love to to watch you and and, and loved uh, what I did there mm-hmm. uh, in my career. Thankful for that because you know I, I tried to play the game the right way. I tried to do everything that I could the right way. I tried to be a great teammate. I tried to be a good role model um, for kids. I feel like that was important to me uh, to try to do that. So um, I love it that people enjoyed watching me play the game and, 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 and you know, are still supporting me and, and I guess uh, trying to hold on to the memory of the, the number 46. <laughs> so it, it makes you feel good. Great. So um, that's it. I'm Daniel McCartan for Bronx Pinstripes. Andy Pettit, the legend. Thank you very much. All right.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.